He never looked through a telescope. He was perhaps the leading research astronomer of galaxy Milky Way, experienced, capable, intelligent, and of high Kirlian aura. He formed an ear horn to listen to audios and an eye stalk to view the graphics, and he pooled comfortably in his basin while he worked. He was a creature of repute, but by no means a hero. There was little in his makeup to suggest that he had the capacity to become involved in cluster adventure. In fact, his type went into shock at the mere threat of extreme danger. He specialized in fringe cluster phenomena. The major galaxies of Andromeda and Milky Way did not really interest him, and the lesser structures like Pinwheel and the irregular galactic satellites were hardly more intriguing. It was the far-out fragments, dwarf ellipses and globular star clusters that compelled his attention. He knew more about wild globs and non-galactic stars than any other creature of the cluster. Now his attention focused on the amoeba, a tiny pseudo-nebula hardly a hundred light-years in diameter. It was a non-luminous, diffuse, vague shape hidden behind the dwarf ellipsoid called Furnace, itself worth contemplation as the missing link between the tiny globular clusters and the small elliptical galaxies. Yet the 15,000 light-year diameter of Furnace loomed monstrously compared to the tiny haze of the amoeba. In fact, the amoeba had not even been discovered until the past century, as it was virtually invisible to all conventional observation techniques. The astronomer formed a second eye and contemplated a holograph of the amoeba. It appeared to have a number of projecting pseudopods, each curving slightly. This was what had given it its name. Overall, it was amazingly regular. The pseudopods seemed individual and evenly spaced. Its discovery had been largely serendipitous, a result of the cluster survey program instituted in the Second War of Energy. After twice narrowly averting destruction of their galaxy, the coalition of species of the Milky Way intended to keep fully informed of all future developments in the cluster. The most powerful segments, Kaval, Etamin, Knif, Lodo, and Wu, had pooled their resources and manufactured the largest fleet of spaceships ever known. 125 billion strong. But they were very small ships, any one of which an average-sized sapient could have lifted in a single appendage without effort. Each contained perceptive apparatus, mainly optical, and a tiny molecular matter emitter. They were dispersed around the entire outer surface of the cluster, accelerating to one-tenth the speed of light, and then drifting outward until they were theoretically at least, eventually recovered by the gravity of the cluster. Every ten years, each unit mattermitted back what was visible from its quota of space. Each ship was about ten light years from its neighbors, and so was responsible for a surface area of about a hundred light years. Its report was normally current within about seven years. Thus, no major intrusion into the cluster could escape detection. The net would report it long before the light reached the nearest galaxy. The net had been in operation for almost a thousand years. As the fear of alien intrusion had abated, the main beneficiaries of this expensive program had been the astronomers and stellar cartographers. The entire cluster had been mapped with phenomenal accuracy, retroactively. For the net reported what it saw, and it saw what the cluster had looked like, 
up to a million years before, because of the time it had taken the plodding light of distant stars to travel. The section of the net launched from Furnace had penetrated a hundred light-years into space and picked up the amoeba. Only two specific reports on it existed, and neither was remarkably clear, for it remained at the fringe of the net's awareness. Only specialized research astronomers, such as this one, were able to perceive anything of significance there. To the untrained eye, it was only a faint haze against the backdrop of deep space, perhaps merely a smear on the image or some distortion of the lens.